Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. You may be asking yourself, why is there a new jingle at the start of the podcast? Well, that's because we're starting a whole new season and a whole new series of the Zero to Finals podcast where we'll be covering pediatrics. And I thought it might be worth doing a whole new jingle in order to separate which episodes are for medicine and which episodes are for pediatrics. So I hope you get used to it and I hope you like it. It was created by Harry Watchman, who edits all of the podcasts. This first episode will be starting with cardiology in pediatrics. And the first episode will be about fetal circulation. As always, if you want to follow along, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash fetal circulation. Or with these new episodes, you can follow along in the pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. It's really important to understand fetal circulation and this will help you understand the changes that happen in a baby at birth, the circulation of the neonate and also the causes of murmurs in babies and children. So let's go through some basic theory first. In the fetus, blood needs to go via the placenta in order to collect oxygen and nutrients and to dispose of waste products such as carbon dioxide and lactate. Therefore, there needs to be a way for the blood to travel to the placenta and back again to the body. As the fetal lungs are not fully developed or functional, it doesn't make sense for fetal blood to pass through the pulmonary circulation. Therefore, there are three shunts that allow blood to bypass the lungs of the fetus and also to make its way to the placenta and back again. Those three fetal shunts are the ductus venosus, the foramen ovale, and the ductus arteriosus. So firstly, let's talk about the ductus venosus. This is a shunt that connects the umbilical artery to the inferior vena cava, and it allows blood to bypass the liver. So the blood flows in through the umbilical vein straight into the inferior vena cava and then to the right side of the heart. Next, the foramen ovale, and this is a shunt that connects the right atrium with the left atrium and it allows blood to bypass the right ventricle and the pulmonary circulation, so that blood flows straight from the right atrium into the left atrium, then the left ventricle and to the rest of the body. Finally, the ductus arteriosus. And this is a shunt that connects the pulmonary artery with the aorta, and it allows blood to bypass the pulmonary circulation. So when blood flows from the right ventricle into the pulmonary artery, it can then go straight to the aorta without going through the full pulmonary circulation. Finally, we need to talk about what happens at birth. The first breath that the baby takes expands the alveoli in the lungs, and this decreases the pulmonary vascular resistance. So the resistance of flow of blood through the pulmonary vessels decreases when the alveoli expand at that first breath. The decrease in pulmonary vascular resistance causes a fall in the pressure in the right atrium. At this point, the left atrial pressure is greater than the right atrial pressure, and this squashes the atrial septum to cause a functional closure of the foramen ovale. And this is a bit like a closed valve that doesn't allow things to flow through it. So the foramen ovale, or that shunt that connects the left atrium with the right atrium, is closed. Eventually, the foramen ovale gets sealed shut structurally after a few weeks, and it becomes something called the fossa ovalis. 
Chemicals called prostaglandins are required to keep the ductus arteriosus open. Increased blood oxygenation, which is caused by the first breaths of the baby, causes a drop in the circulating prostaglandins. And this causes closure of the ductus arteriosus, which then becomes the ligamentum arteriosum. Immediately after birth, the ductus venosus stops functioning because the umbilical cord is clamped and there's no flow through the umbilical veins. The ductus venosus closes structurally a few days later and becomes the ligamentum venosum. Thank you for listening to the first episode in the paediatric series on fetal circulation. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found this podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find the Zero to Finals books as audiobooks on Audible, which are available to download so that you can take all the audio topics with you wherever you go. And you can listen to them cover to cover or as individual chapters or topics. You can also find notes as well as videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode where we'll be talking about paediatric murmurs.